You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to Make You All Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Aaron Hawksworth here with you. Still plenty more to get to here on the program, including our lightning bets. But now it is time to bring in Paul Aspen for the two-minute drill. Let's do it. Two-minute drill. All right. All right. It's time to go no huddle with a BetQL Daily two-minute drill. There we go. All right, there's a little bit of everything here. Little Packers, Vikings, some college football, and of course the weekly leaders, alternate lines, anything we want to do there. Let's start with, you know what, let's start with college, then go back to the NFL. So let's talk CFP on Monday. We will have a show Monday. Definitely check us out at normal time slot, 9 to noon Eastern. Talk about all the college football playoff games. We want to get your take as we head into the weekend. I will be with Pauly Public, riding with the public on Bama. Short underdog against Michigan, total of 44.5. So whether it's Bama, Michigan, Texas, Washington, Ed, your favorite plays for the college football playoff on Monday. Well, when we talk about the Rose Bowl, we had Parker Fleming on yesterday from Sumer Sports, and I couldn't agree with him more when it comes to analyzing Michigan quarterback J.J. McCarthy. There's The sample size is just too small with him, right? Like, oh, wow, that's great. Michigan can run the ball that often and still win the game against whomever. No, 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 no. They need to be able to have some kind of an aerial attack against elite competition so that we can be comfortable backing the Wolverines. We have not seen that enough. We haven't seen them play really good competition week in and week out, unlike Alabama in the SEC, and they have gotten better and better and better. I do have some concerns about the Michigan ground game. What can they do against Alabama's elite front and that run defense? Overall, I think Alabama can win this thing outright. And like I've said before on the socials, I think betting on Alabama to win the national championship now at two to one is a good value play, Aaron. I like Alabama too. Uh, I think the big question is whether Alabama will be able to move the ball and score on this Michigan defense. But I think with Nick Saban, I trust. So Alabama, <laughs> let's go. Nick Saban, all this time to prepare. Yes, please. Put it on a coin. Shout out Michael Felder, who told us about a month ago, Michigan does not want this smoke. And hey, look, J.J. McCarthy <laughs> wouldn't throw a pass in the second half against Penn State. So I got to agree with him. I'm just hoping Michigan shows up with aviators like they did before getting smoked by Georgia a couple years back. What about the other game, Washington, Texas? 
I think this is one where, yes, Texas will get creative offensively, but I think Washington can too. I don't see this coaching mismatch to where four points makes a whole lot of sense. I think the Huskies can cover this number. I think Michael Penix Jr. can do whatever is required of him, whether it's quick passes, something relatively short, intermediate, or it's just throwing bombs every single time. I think this is a more versatile quarterback than we have been expecting, anticipating. So I would definitely say Washington is great as a dog and might even sprinkle a little bit on the money line yeah i i think it was when michael felder was on our show i ended up betting alabama huskies exact matchup can't remember what the odds were i have to go back and find it but uh <laughs> i think he suggested that or at least one of our guests did and so i like both the dogs here rooting for chaos why not All right let's do it i would I would like to see Washington win. We were early on Washington like three years ago. So let's go. Let's get it done. Oh, yeah. yeah. Bill Steele. So yeah. So let's see that. Yeah, right. Um, all right. Let's get back to the NFL. Uh, NFC North tilt on Sunday night football. Packers. Uh, seeing them as a short favorite somewhere. They've at least come down from plus two to plus one at the Vikings with the Jaron Hall news. Total also moving a full three points down from 46 and a half to 43 and a half on the Minnesota quarterback news. What do you like in this Packers Vikings game side total prop? Both sides say alive for a NFC playoff spot. You can't simply look at this Vikings defense and say, wow, they blitz a lot. How does this quarterback do against the blitz? And then ultimately you have your answer. Like it's a little bit more complicated than that. And one way that it is, is that the Vikings do love dropping a defender into coverage from the line of scrimmage. And they do so at the second highest rate in football. Yeah, they can still blitz but they can also play back a good bit and really confuse a young quarterback. We saw that in that last meeting where Jordan Love really just wasn't able to adjust. And especially if the Packers don't have Christian Watson, then they can't blow the top off the defense and make them rethink whatever they want to do. So that's problem number one. And then problem number two is that this Packers defense is terrible. It's really, really bad. Like you adjust their numbers to strength of schedule and you get something just absolutely pathetic. And Jair Alexander's not even playing because he's you know going into the huddle you guys see this like he's telling everybody that they want to start on defense like do you not know the rules of football oh that was girls? atrocious that soundbite i was i was really taken aback i had to watch that a couple times because i don't know what was going on with that <laughs> there was a lot a lot to unpack there <laughs> whoa exactly what are you supposed to do about this? Yes, I'm backing the Vikings. Dumpster fire in Green Bay. Um, What do we think about Justin Jefferson? Seems like he's going to have a game. So for me, my handicapping on this one is, listen, Jordan Love, if you're going to be the franchise quarterback, you need to put some quality effort on film so that, you know, the front office takes a look at it and evaluates. He was like, oh, yeah, remember that game? I think he has to ball out in this game, so that makes me like the Packers side. But from a props perspective, I think Justin Jefferson will also have a game. TJ Hawkinson out. We might see some Josh Oliver. We've seen that before a little bit this season, mm -hmm. so could be looking at a touchdown prop there. Uh, all right, so let's move to the full Sunday slate for some weekly leaders or if there's some guys you like for maybe an alternate line for a prop. So passing leaders... Patrick Mahomes is your favorite at plus 850 against the Bengals. Stafford, Purdy, Tua, 
all at the top of the board. Anyone? Tyrod against the Rams? Anyone uh, you like down the board, Aaron, uh, to lead the Sunday in passing yards? Well, Purdy at 11-1 to 1 doesn't even feel like down the board. That's pretty good value against this Commanders team that is horrible. I'm yeah. shocked that, that, that almost like the the second favorite is 11 to one. I mean, usually it's like seven to one or something like that. So I like that value on Brock Purdy. I would definitely be looking there. Do you suppose Aaron, that because Brock Purdy has sort of fallen out of favor, as far as MVP voting is concerned, that if you're going up against a defense where you can do literally whatever you want, like not just necessarily for MVP, but maybe just as a confidence boost for a young quarterback, maybe have him in there a little bit longer and have him pass a little bit more than he normally would. Do you think that's a possibility? I do. And I think Shani probably wants to boost his confidence as well. You know, after that last game, we hadn't seen a performance like that from him. He had to go back to his college career where he had all those interceptions. So to have three interceptions before halftime, like he needs to get right. Like this is a perfect mm -hmm. spot for him to just go off. Just hit that refresh button, baby. I think that can definitely happen here. And 11 to 1 is not a bad look. Tua at 11 to 1, I think, also makes a good bit of sense. It is one of the higher scoring games of Sunday between the Dolphins and Ravens. So Tua to Tyreek makes a whole lot of sense. That could be a connection uh, to back here. But Cardinals Eagles is also a sneaky high total. And I wonder if Kyler Murray at 30 to 1 makes a good bit of sense mm -hmm. because if this eagles secondary really is that bad wouldn't be surprised if murray airs it out a good bit and it's not going to be just to say trey mcbride it might be to a bunch of unknowns this could be a really weird arizona game where yeah they lose but either they keep it close or it's like a you know a 35 25 kind of a game i think kyler murray offers a really good look and so does jalen hurts at 22 to 1 i also like that one too I wish you luck with Kyler. I've tried to do the Kyler things with like a 250 plus the last couple of weeks and have not gotten close. So Godspeed. Mm -hmm. uh, let's move to receiving yards. Tyreek is your favorite at plus 475. Anyone who you think will lead Sunday in receiving yards that has some value. I love AJ Brown at 25 to one. I know you guys think mm. this might be a Devonte Smith game, but listen, if you can't move the ball and do something against the Cardinals who are the worst defensive team in the NFL, what are we even doing? Like you've got to get something going and got to get right. I keep saying it about this Eagles team, but it, Again, like I'm not going to get off it now because they are playing the Cardinals and at 25 to one AJ Brown, like it's AJ Brown. Come on. He's going to get this. <laughs> It's A.J. Brown. I can't go falsetto. I feel bad. Uh, now, Devontae Smith is 70 to 1 if you uh, want to take a flyer on that one, and I just might. Uh, but A.J. Brown, definitely the better look at 25 to 1. And plus, if I'm already recommending a ladder with Tyreek Hill at plus 475, the favorite, that's probably also a place where I obviously have to go. Um, but as far as, like, my favorite game to go over here, Cardinals-Eagles outside of, the, uh, of A.J. Brown and uh, Devontae Smith, I don't know where you would go with the Cardinals. Like, I feel like everybody would probably have 60 to 70 yards apiece, and it's going to be a bunch of random folks. And so I don't really know if there's a side there I could back. 
But if there are any other receivers who make sense, uh, I know John Daigle mentioned Chris Olave going way over his prop. He's at 22 to 1 to be the receiving leader. Don't necessarily hate that one, especially if this Bucks secondary, say, you know, doesn't get their way or say there's a rash of injuries in a very physical division game. I think Olave could very well be a good play. And also, Mike Evans is also 22 to 1. If you think the Saints defense without Marshawn Lattimore is just weak sauce, then I think that's also a good spot. Some uh, juicy numbers on Devontae. If you want to do like 100 plus, it's plus 550. So some uh, some value there for sure. Rushing leader, Kyron Williams against the Giants. He is 3-1 to one as your favorite. Looking a little bit down the board. Uh, I mean, like James Conner against an Eagles defense that has been pretty bad, but the game script doesn't really set up for that. He's 40-1. to one. But who do we like to lead the NFL in rushing on Sunday? Well, I wrote down my favorite, Josh Jacobs, number one, because we know what the Raiders like to do. And then number two, Swifty. You know, Job's not here, but that's his guy, DeAndre Swift at 17 to 1. I mean, Eagles, anything for these leaders, I don't think you can go wrong against the Cardinals. Are we channeling our inner Joe Ostrowski? Shouldn't we be channeling our inner Tucker Ostrowski looking for some adorable dogs somewhere here on the board? That makes way more sense. There it is. That's incredible we have that at the ready. We may not have the two-minute drill at the ready, but we've got Tucker there ready and set to go. That's awesome. I've never seen Joe so happy either. Yeah, right. (laughs) Like when he bet on the More Orioles uh, to win the, the division at 50 to one, he was less happy than just holding Tucker. That is or context when, there. When he accidentally bet Swift as the rushing leader for the season. I don't understand was- this. This is so weird. These numbers are crazy. I, I, how much money do you think you put on it? He's like, I hit it again. Uh, I hit it again. I hit it again. Uh, <laughs> It wasn't Jake that was like, um, I think this is the wrong thing that you're talking about. Oh, my God. Someone was, yeah. Yeah, put on the spectacles and then saw it happen. Uh, Massive drop-off after Kyron Williams. I wouldn't back Williams here just because I think it'll be the passing attack. That's how the Rams go nuts. Uh, CMC, I guess, is all right. But look, James Cook at 15-1. to the Bills are completely different under Joe Brady. They won, They want to run the ball a good bit more. Game script is telling them to run the football a good bit more. Love that play there. Even Ty Chandler at 14-1. to 1. Like, you got Jaron Hall in there. You're probably going to run the ball a little bit more. And I think the Vikings can win this thing going away. So why not give Chandler a few more totes? And look, this is a Packers defense that may not be able to contain him very well. So Chandler and James Cook are my plays. Mentioned HN earlier uh, against the Ravens defense that's beatable on the ground. He's 25 to 1. Wondering if, if there's any. Mm. Oh, if uh, Josh Jacobs doesn't play Zamir White, you could just plug and play. Same number, uh. Uh, 20 to 1 as well. Uh, so that is most of what I got. Anything else, whether it's college hoops, NBA, New Year's plans, the floor is yours. Oh man, you don't want to know my New Year's plans. I absolutely do. Rhode Island. <laughs> the, the, are they legal? <laughs> the car wash? Totally the totally the opposite. Yeah, I am not doing anything exciting. I have been 
I can't believe I'm going to do this because my daughter's recovering from pink eye. But I have plans and prepared to potty train her this weekend. So wish me luck. Never mind. <laughs> Woo! You're right. Rager at the Hawksworth household. I okay. will not be sober throughout this process. I'm going to need wine ready. <laughs> this is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, an alcoholic Aaron Hawksworth and company share their lightning bets for the weekend right here on the BetQL Network.